Hello and welcome to Awoli Dara's podcast where we explore wellness and health for women over 40. My name is Fiona Mze and I'll be your host. I'm super excited to introduce to you my first ever podcast guest. Her name is Tessa Jordan. She's a backflower remedy practitioner and homeopath who is based in the UK. Backflower remedies are an alternative and complementary therapy that can be used to support people going through emotional or mental health issues. Hi, Tessa. Welcome to Awari Dari's podcast. You're my first guest, and I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you, Fiona. Yes, I'm really pleased to have this opportunity to talk about flower remedies and Dr. Batch's system of healing, which is so simple and yet so wonderful. It's important that more and more people hear about it. Yes. I mean, I learned about the backflower remedies, I think, when I first moved to the UK and I bought the emergency rescue remedy, yeah. which they carry in my handbag. And then a few years later, you know, I learned that you could actually go and learn about using the backflower remedies. So for anyone who doesn't know the history of backflowers, can you tell us a bit more about them, please? Yes, by all means. Dr. Batch was a conventional medic. He trained with the support of his father because he wanted to help people who were ill. He had a not over healthy childhood and could empathize with people who weren't well. So his mission was to support people, to empower them. And although he trained as a conventional medic, he trained in bacteriology. This was in the, the early 1900s, the 1920s late 1910s and 20s, and he started developing his system in the early 1930s because he realized that actually it wasn't just the bacteria, it wasn't the name of the illness that actually really mattered. It was how the person was responding emotionally, what was happening to them, what stresses they were under, all those affected people's immune system and their health. Wow. Okay. So Tessa, can anyone use them? Absolutely anyone. So they're perfectly safe for babies, for pregnant women, which is very important, and right through all the different challenges of life to the end of life care, when for me, it's really important to support people and let their passing be as peaceful as possible. Of course. I mean, with the current situation with COVID, are you finding that's something that um, people are coming to you for? I think it's really important for people to know about the flower remedies at the moment. There is so much fear around. People are frightened of getting it, frightened of dying, frightened of other people, frightened of contact. And that is a real sad situation and and state to be in. The more frightened we are, perhaps the more vulnerable our immune system is. So if we can do anything to support people in that state, then they're going to feel better. Is it usually best to see a practitioner first, would you suggest? Well, they are, yeah, they are a self-help system. So you can buy the remedies over the counter and you can be safe taking them. But if you've been struggling perhaps with a difficult time or a stressful situation that you need some help with, there are practitioners, registered practitioners with the Batch Centre who've done a full training 
And to go to one of those or to contact one of those and have an over the internet consultation would be a way of actually getting more personal support because you know about yourself, but if you're new to the remedies, it might be helpful sometimes to have a practitioner who knows about the remedies to help you with it. Okay. And do you think it's easy enough to do online or do they have to be seen in person? It's obviously better because if you see somebody in person, there's a different dynamic. You, you can sense them, you can sense their feelings, you can connect more easily. But at the moment, it's not really possible, except in an emergency, for practitioners to see new clients. So with the marvels like this of recording online, whether you do it through Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, WhatsApp, whatever, you can still get some help. So please don't put it off if you're thinking about doing that. I wanted to ask specifically about uh, women approaching their perimenopause and perhaps women going through their menopause. Do you think the remedies would be a good way of supporting someone through that stage of their life? I, I do. Well, I, I think the remedies are a good support at any stage of our lives. But for women approaching and going through the menopause, it's sometimes a particularly challenging time emotionally because it is a transition. It is a time when you look back over your life and think about what you've done and what you haven't done. It's a time for reflection, and that's probably why we call it the change. It's a time for re deciding what you're going to change as you move forward and where your life is going, what your priorities are, and that's quite a challenge. So we often have quite powerful feelings about those, and if those feelings are stopping us from moving forward, then the remedies are ideal. There is one particular remedy that often people think of for women going through the change, and that is walnut, which is a remedy particularly helpful during times of change. Because during times of change, as well as during the menopause, we are feeling less safe because everything is different. We're having to adjust. We're having to adapt. And people just like things. We like to feel safe. We like to feel solid, reassured. And when things are on the edge or changing, we can feel less safe. And walnut is a remedy that helps emotionally with those feelings of vulnerability when there are changes going on. And this is a remedy a woman could go out and buy herself and start taking? Absolutely. And it would be perfectly safe. Okay. You would just put two drops of the walnut in your drinks when you need it and just help you to calm down and approach those changes in a more peaceful way. Okay. And I'm aware that uh, also a lot of women going through this period of their life will experience depression and anxiety. What would you suggest they use at this stage? Yeah, well, depression is a medical term. And if somebody is seriously depressed, then it's really important that they, whether they're male or female, that they go for some support. Alongside that, the flower remedies are a gentle but very powerful support. And often the first remedy that people come across and perhaps try out and use is the emergency rescue mix. 
it's marketed under various different labels according to the company that prepare it. One is rescue remedy, another one is emergency essence, but essentially it's a mix of five flowers that Dr. Batch chose to put together to help support us when we are under pressure, when we are when we are stressed and and needing rescuing, essentially. So in an acute time, you can't overdose with it. It's perfectly safe and it's not a sedative, but it will help take away some of that panic. Okay. Something just occurred to me. Um, if anyone is concerned, is there any alcohol in the remedies? The standard remedies are preserved with a brandy base, grape alcohol solution or a brandy base. But the amount that you take is very small. From the the bottle, you would take two drops or four drops of the rescue remedy. So it's small. But if even that is a concern for you, then you have various options. There are other forms of the rescue remedy. You can buy it in pastels. You can buy it in what they call melts that are glycerin-based, and they will melt in your mouth. So that's a way of, of avoiding the alcohol. Or you can put them the drops with the brandy base into a hot drink so that the remedy is there for you, but the alcohol will evaporate. Or you can just apply them topically. So you can, instead of putting them in your mouth or in a drink, you can put them on your temples, your inner wrists, or your outer throat so that you absorb it through your skin. Okay. And can you take them throughout the day or is there a limit to how much someone can should take them? Emotions aren't really tidy, are they? We, you know, we can feel under huge amounts of stress sometimes. And so... It's really a case of how often do I do I feel under stress? How, how pressured am I? And the more pressured, the more sad, the more desperate, then the more often I would take my supportive remedy. And you can't overdose. Okay. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can't overdose. You, In fact, what often happens is that people start to realise when they're feeling better that they've started to stop remembering to take it so it's almost self-limiting okay and also I'm aware at the moment that a lot of parents at home homeschooling and due to the lockdown how can the remedies support the family in a situation like this if parents are feeling stressed or the children are feeling stressed uh, I think I can certainly my heart goes out to to people trying to balance a job a home the children more than one child together, it, it's a recipe almost for conflict and tension, isn't it? Very difficult. So in those circumstances, the dynamic between the individuals is often a, a factor. Certainly at times, I would suggest everybody takes rescue remedy and think about however old the children are, if they're able to talk and express how they're feeling have a think with them, have a chat with them and think about which remedies they feel they need. Being perfectly safe for any age to take, this is sort of a project, a family project for let's let's support us, let's work together. It's perfectly safe and, and a really good idea. So for anyone who's never used them, where would you suggest they start? 
Well, if you've never used anything before, usually the first remedy that people come across is the rescue mix. That's available over the counter in pharmacies, in supermarkets. So you can add that to your order when you do an online order. And then it's there. The 20 ml bottle sounds small, but actually if all you're taking is four drops from that 20 ml bottle each time you have a dose, it will last a long while. And it's the first thing because it's difficult sometimes to identify more clearly how we feel. So if we start by recognising that we're feeling under pressure, then we can think about when we've calmed down, we can think about individually how we feel and what other remedies we might need. Okay. And are there remedies you can take with you, say, going on holiday and would uh, hot temperature affect them or they can last, it doesn't matter? No, I mean, they are preserved in alcohol. And so the alcohol may evaporate if you leave the bottle in a hot place on a hot windowsill or something like that. But the energy of the remedy itself will not be affected. So it's perfectly safe. Because it's a liquid, you may want to either pack the remedy if you're flying in your suitcase or put it in your little plastic bag as you take it through the check-in. And for anyone who wanted to find out a bit more, say they wanted to learn about it, how can they do this? Where can they, I mean, I know you're uh, a trainer, so at the moment, are you doing online training? Yes, I am. The Batch Centre is encouraging people to go to the online courses because since last spring, it's been impossible really to hold courses almost anywhere in the world. And yet there are more people wanting to learn. So I have a, a level one, an introductory course coming up, which will be held online via Zoom. And that starts on February the 4th. Um, so the Thursday afternoon, all day Friday and Saturday morning. And that covers the whole of the level one course. You'll get to know about all of the remedies and it really sets you up to use them for yourself and your family. So really, someone can learn about them and not necessarily follow through and become a trainer, or they can choose to do that, or a mentor, practitioner. Yeah, yes. The, the whole idea, Dr. Batch's vision was that these remedies would be available for everybody, that they would be a reasonable price, and that you could just go and buy them over the counter. They would be part of everybody's life. It was a self-help system, and you could look after yourself and your family. So that is is what a lot of people do. If you're interested to go further, there are other training courses to follow on from the level one introductory one. And many people do follow on for their own interest or to become a practitioner. Yeah, I've always found it very fascinating, you know, how nature provides for us, really. We just have to look and to think that the, it's been such a long time when Dr. Bach created the remedies. I mean, are they Bach flowers similar to other remedies? I know there's some other remedies out there, like the, I think it's those bush flower remedies. Do they do the same thing? Well, Dr. Batch's remedies were the original ones, the first ones. He He invented, if you like, or discovered the idea of 
using the energy of plants and flowers in this way. Herbalists have used them for years and he was very influenced by what he learned of herbs and herbalist use, traditional use of herbs. Other flower remedy systems are there and and one of the differences perhaps is that Dr. Batch described his system as complete. There are 38 individual remedies plus the rescue remedy, but from those you can make almost 293 million different mixes. So that's pretty individual. And his approach was always that our natural tendency is to be in balance and harmony, and that means health. And if there's anything that's stopping us being in balance and harmony, often there's a negative fear and emotion that's blocking us. Then if we can take the remedies to release, to balance, to reharmonize that, then our potential again is for harmony and health. Sometimes some of the other approaches sell it in a different way and they come from a different angle, which would be different from Dr. Batch's. But every play, every approach has its value. So say someone is being treated for uh, depression, can they use the remedies alongside normal, you know, antidepressants? They can. It's always best to keep everybody involved, aware of what's going on. So if you're taking antidepressants, then you consult a practitioner and want some flower remedies, then you would tell the practitioner what medication you're on. The practitioner would not be able to advise on that, but you would also, if you're starting to take flower remedies, want to perhaps tell your medical professional that what you're doing, explain that they will not interfere with the antidepressants in any way, and then you can safely use both approaches until perhaps you're feeling more in balance and then you can negotiate with your GP to gradually reduce the medication and find the same balance perhaps with the remedies. Okay. Uh, I find it really fascinating, uh, Tessa. Before we finish, I was just going to ask where people can find you. Do you have any social media handles or your website details? Yeah, probably the best place is my website because that will tell you about the remedies, about the courses I'm doing and about myself. So that's all the W's, tessajordan.co.uk. So that's Tessa and Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N. Great. So the one thing I'll be finishing my uh, sessions with is asking my guests what is one thing or lesson to take away? I think the lesson I would hope people would take away is hope. At the moment, especially during all this pandemic, people are so frightened. And the idea that there is some hope out there, that the remedies can help us cope, can help us let go of the fear and find a little bit of hope for the future. Yes, great. Well, thank you a million, Tessa, for joining Avoid Diaries podcast today. I really appreciate your time and I'm looking forward to sharing this session with the listeners. That's wonderful. I wish you all well. Thank you so much for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit 
www.abwolidarespodcast.com. That is A-B-W-O-O-L-I-Darespodcast.com. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you enjoyed the show, I'd appreciate it if you shared it with friends and family. And remember, the information we discussed is not to be substituted for medical advice. We would always advise you to seek help from a doctor or other relevant professional. 